for the salted nuts. He brought me the unsalted nuts. The unsalted nuts make me choke. That's it. I don't know. Of course you don't. Of course I don't. So, hi guys. Welcome back to The Read. Yeah. I'm Asad. And I am Reality Winner. What? Do you know who Reality Winner is? Reality Winner. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know something you know. I feel... (laughs) I feel special for once. Does this have anything to do with reality TV? No, it does not. That's the name of a white woman who oh, was talking. Well, never mind. She's been in the news a lot this week for um, leaking some documents, but then also getting found out for being the one who leaked the documents. She's been arrested and all that. It's been a fairly big story, but that's cool because, you know, there's been a lot going on and I've been clocked out of a lot of it. I was in Puerto Rico for five days hanging out on the beach and drinking margaritas. So the few news items I have heard have stuck with me. Well, I've been at work. Okay. And Oh, right. You had shows and shit. Right. That's right. So, uh, But I don't know anything about this white woman. I mean, her um, name is like reality stardust winner. So Lee, my bad. <laughs> reality Lee winner. And her name is just, I feel like the jokes have been nonstop. Her mom says she's not a threat. Well, I mean, she isn't. She is. She used to work at the NSA and she got caught for leaking documents because they noticed that like the paper had been creased or the the leak showed a crease as in, you know, paper had been folded. So they figured it was something that had been printed out. So then they went and checked the logs of who all had access to the info that didn't narrow it down pretty quick after that. But yeah, reality winner. What a name. And a patriot. (laughs) Salute that young lady. Well, this week in Black Excellence, um, since I guess we started with White Excellence. <laughs> I guess we did. Um, we won't be doing that again. So this week's goes out to a young man who appeared on my Twitter timeline, uh, I think yesterday, and has gone viral. His name is uh, Aiden, the zoologist. He's an eight-year-old boy from Florida. His sister posted a video on uh, Twitter, and you can now find it on his YouTube account. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But it's basically, um, this young man is uh, in love with animals and nature and knows way more about it than probably the average zoologist or nature person. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the few minutes of the video I watched, I learned... Uh, with lichen is. If I knew that, then I completely forgot. Um, <laughs> is it lichen or is it? I don't even remember what the fucking word mm-hmm. is. That green shit on trees. I learned about that and the bark and the type of uh, bark that ants like and what they eat it for and wow. how to differentiate a soldier <laughs> ant from a worker ant. And also how Asian longhorn beetles got to America from Asia. I've never even heard of those. Trees and the food (laughs) chain and all kinds of scientific stuff that he said without missing a beat because he's just a genius. Um, So you can find him on YouTube, Aiden the Zoologist. He's getting lots of coverage. His sister, Brittany, 
uh, has been waking up with him and sees, you know, the potential and passion Mm -hmm. in what he's doing. They've set up a college fund for him. You can go to a GoFundMe under their page um, to support his education in the future. And I love that the Huffington Post asked him uh, about his love of nature and where it comes from. And he said it's because of all the cool powers that animals have that are better than ours sometimes. I just agree with him. Amen. So shout out to him, to Aiden, and I can't wait to see you on Discovery yes. Channel or National Nat- National Geographic. Yeah, sure. If that's even still a thing, international, whatever they have a channel, don't they? See, I don't know because I only in like the past six months have I started giving a fuck about nature and animals and stuff like that. But now that I do, I'm like all in. Well, so. Also, I love um, to see little black kids excited about stuff like that, though. Like, that's just so nurture that that young man is going to change the world. Um, Yara Shahidi is going to Harvard, yes. as she announced via or I could say revealed via Instagram in her Harvard crimson hoodie. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, duh, there's not really much else to say. About that, I mean, she just kind of had to pick one. Yeah. You know, at that point, and she chose the girls. See, did she ever tell us where all she was accepted, or did we just know that she got accepted to, like, every school in the country? Because I don't even remember. But I I did see that picture, and I was slightly surprised, and I don't know why. I guess because I had never thought she was considering Harvard, you know, not the other way around. You thought she was going to go to Spelman? Well, I mean, I would not have been surprised, but no, I didn't think she was going to go to Spelman. I thought she was going to go to NYU or Yale, maybe. So to see Harvard was like a pleasant surprise. Like, yes, young black queen. Like, absolutely. You fit in. Go change the world through Harvard. You and Malia showing up at the same semester means like y'all's class is going to be blessed. So you're going to do amazing things. Well, I'm going to go on Amazon and get a Harvard uh, hoodie just because you go to sure, school there, too. Sure, Yeah, and, um, copying off of this little girl. I love it. I mean, I had planned on doing that at some point in my life anyway, but mm-hmm. I don't really know why. Now I have an actual reason. Yeah, I'm well, excited week, for her. In Sick Sad World. Mm. How bad is it? There's like nothing truly positive here. Damn, not even a little bit. Maybe, sort of. Um. Okay. Well, let's just start with that then. Uh, apparently, Gucci Man and Keisha. I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll it's have K-Yor. sure. We'll have uh their wedding. Broadcasted on BET mm-hmm. later this year. Uh, Keisha K.O.R. posted on Instagram, <laughs> The Wopsters. Oh, my God. <laughs> How could you not love her? <laughs> are officially a part of the BET family. Our wedding special will be, will be epic. Now, I could go on a rant here about programming, and I kind of want to. But I won't simply because I like them mm-hmm. as a couple and I was actually quite interested in seeing yeah photos of their wedding. Mm-hmm. I just don't really I don't know that I can subscribe to the wedding special. Like I just don't care like 
I have family and friends that will be married and I don't really care about the ceremony. Like, Mm -hmm. I go simply out of obligation, not because I'm super excited about being at a fucking wedding. So I definitely don't care about y'all. Oh, no, I love weddings. Not only because there's alcohol and... But if you don't get to drink any, you just don't drink at home and watch it? No, weddings without... Receptions without alcohol are trash, but... I mean, it's just, it's, I guess love is not that bad. They're like, long mind, and they're boring. I'm lying now. And they're just Why like, do I like weddings? They're long and they're boring and there's so much speaking. And then people are like crying, even though divorce rates climb like year after year. But I just. See, I've never been in a wedding ceremony that was longer than like 30 minutes. And I've been a bridesmaid like eight times. Well, there'll be 30 minutes like Ooh, except time, Terry's wedding. It still feels like <laughs> three days to me. It's just long talking and then scripture and then you tell them why they care about you or vice versa, whatever. And then you mm-hmm. just like like unfurl the deepest parts of your heart because you're supposed to like Mm, it's just the unity candle or the unity sand or the unity water and then like all of that avatar the last airbender ass <laughs> bullshit like i don't care about that like jumping over this and then breaking that and smashing this and drinking that and biting the cake at the same time and all of these like just sign here and mm. then go away like go on your honeymoon or whatever and then just let us drink and do the electric slide or whatever Joke, whatever the, it is, the that reception we're do is so really the, the fun part. But I, I like being a bridesmaid, I guess. I don't know. I like taking pictures and all that. It's fun. The only reason I think I want to watch this one is because I imagine that it's going to be like really fancy and ghetto at the same time. Oh, yeah, it absolutely like, is. I imagine that there will be like it's gonna be so many white gators, strawberries, and Chanel Holy champagne flute, <laughs> or no, like lemonade readers and Chanel champagne flute. Yes, <laughs> and like it's going to be everything Hennessy cheesecake and girls in like Gucci dresses and Fashion Nova shoes. Like I'm so ready. All of Keisha's bridesmaids are gonna be wearing pasties and mm-hmm. or have a different color hair, which actually might be lit. That might make for like some dope ass pictures, actually. <sighs> but it's gonna be everything. When I heard the news, I said that's one way to get me to watch BT. That is one way to do it because I will be tuning in for this. Yes, to watch this. Yep, I am probably on the internet the day after it comes on. I don't really care to live tweet anymore. Maybe I should start doing it again, but mm-hmm. at the moment, well, I mean, unless the wedding is being streamed live, which I really wish they would do, but I can understand why you wouldn't. Then I don't think it's necessarily like a live tweet situation, but maybe. I mean, good luck with that. I'm sure that they're going to use that as leverage to try and get Gucci and Keisha to do a full on. Oh no! Don't reality and, show on BT. Do not invite of course they are. Of course marriage. they are. Of course they are. Of course don't they are. That. They're gonna do it. Don't do and that. And they're gonna do it. And Gucci is gonna agree to do it because <sighs> it'll give Keisha an even bigger platform than she already has, and he loves her. And why not? And it's not loving hip hop. And sure, they're gonna do it. I know they're gonna do it. But like so. everybody's marriage breaks up on reality TV or because of reality TV. Like I just wish they wouldn't. It just seems to be a bunch of stress and inviting strangers into your relationship and commenting on shit that they don't really know nothing about. And just why do that? Like y'all are popping by yourselves. Y'all don't need it. I mean, I don't really care about the strength of Gucci Man and Keisha K or his relationship. Like, oh, they, I, don't I don't want them to break up. 
I, mean, I, I don't like want them, them to break up either, but I'm not going to be like, I mean, truthfully, I don't care. And I hope that it doesn't happen mm-hmm. because why? And BT has way bigger fish to fry. However, I see it happening. I'm sure it will happen. It will happen. Mm-hmm. And by the time the fucking BET Awards come around, they'll have an ad that pops up during the commercial that says, we got you. And I you still right don't. Is. You I, still don't. Hey, how correct this is. Um, Speaking of Gucci Man, Rihanna is tired of y'all worrying about her gaining a little bit of weight in her hips and ass. She posted a photo on her Instagram uh, with the caption, if you can't handle me at my 27th. My 2007 Gucci man, you don't deserve me at my 2017 Gucci man with the photos of him when he looked like Grimace versus now right. where he looks like Thor. Um, <laughs> uh, I could not believe people really turned that into such a huge issue. I'm like, because she wears oversized clothes. She's been doing that. Like, that's not new at all. Rihanna wears anything and everything and looks great in it all the time. So. The fact that she's like maybe a size four now or a six. I mean, she clearly gained a little bit of weight. But my thing is, I don't understand the the dramatics behind it because even if she gained weight and she like looked bigger or fuller altogether, a so b she's still fine. C she's still Rihanna, but she just looks thicker. Like she she looks great, you know. Like she just has a little more hips, a little bit more ass, a little bit thicker legs. A little bit, yes, a little bit more ass, but it's not like, I mean, people's weight changes throughout their lives. What? This is just so... It's just dumb. I didn't expect it to be ridiculous. this big of a deal, especially because of how fantastic she looks. Like, I mean, I, thin, thick, I saw big, a bunch of people still like, thinking that she was pregnant. Like, I saw that too. Like rumors for days and days that Rihanna must be pregnant because why else would she be bigger? Or why else would she have on something that doesn't show off her stomach? Like, Because she's a person and she can wear whatever she wants to and it's her fucking body. And if she gains weight or loses it, it's none of your damn business. Like, ugh, niggas, get a life. Um. Hmm, okay, I think the door is not shut. There we go. <laughs> Don't look at them like that. Ooh, somebody's nervous. Did. Oh, somebody's nervous. I could tell. <laughs> hey. I'm like holding somebody's this together fired. by friend. Like I'm so <laughs> tired. Like Oh no. I'm really, really tired. Don't do so it, I'm friend. trying my absolute best to get through this shit. Don't so do I can it, go friend. home. Don't do it. Um <sighs> And of course, like as soon as I finish my rant about being tired, I land on Jocelyn Hernandez. All right. Well, Jocelyn um, had a moment the other day. She appeared on Instagram Live and hyped up whatever fans she has with allegations that she was going to expose Mona Scott Young and all of the things she's been doing to her employees over the years. Um, hmm. She kept uh, calling out to her fan sites or whoever it is that follows her. Fan like, sites? I think there must be two people on Instagram specifically that follow Jocelyn. Because she kept saying, I'm waiting for this person to come on and this person to come on to the chat. So that she could spill whatever tea it is she allegedly had. Oh, wow. Got it. And that's when she's like, okay, I'm going to tell y'all all all about Miss Mona, Ray, 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 and I'll be right back. And then she logged off, and then she never got back on. 
Um, oh, I missed the kicker. She told them before she logged off that she wanted them all to hashtag Oprah because she wanted to sit down with Oprah Winfrey. Sis. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> She wants to sit down with that Oprah because I'm sure that since Oprah's (laughs) success, there have been many other people who have named their kids Oprah. There have probably been Oprahs before that that we don't talk about. Cousins and aunts and uncles that are, you know, all over here. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that she was talking about the specific, like, Oprah Mm -hmm. Winfrey, Own Network, Tyler Perry's good sis. Oh, no. Oprah. Mm. Jocelyn wanted for people. Other than Stephen Jay to hashtag Oprah in hopes that Oprah Winfrey, Gail King's good sweet heat <laughs> friend. I hate you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that they would that she would have Jocelyn on the show so that they could talk about love and hip hop or whatever. Then she logs off and goes missing. <sighs> However much later, Mona posts some clip of Oprah on her Instagram with the hashtag Oprah. (laughs) And it's just during one of those interviews where Oprah was talking about removing toxic people from your life and how much that. I remember that clip. So then um, how she started removing people from her life when their energies and goals and shit didn't align with her positivity and all that. Yeah. Like a classic yeah oprah moment right and that's one of the moments where she was like speaking and using her hand mm-hmm. and like her hand would get real high and she would be like doing all of these motions yeah. and and i realized in that moment it's like one of those like oprah always has she does those like it's like she's emphasizing it mm-hmm. it's so like, that a, like y'all a know. verbal highlighter yes. like, like pay attention right here this is where you really pay attention right this down and the blessing <laughs> There yes. you go. <laughs> she does that. Um, but what she doesn't do is interviews with uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. That's well, not going to happen. Well, I just, I'm so confused. At best, she's getting a Yanla. And I mean, take it. <laughs> I would take it. I mean, and really, Yanla is a fit. That works because Yanla is not, I don't understand. She just had Laura Gavon on her show. I'm just trying to understand how, how Jocelyn thought what she had to say was like that salacious. Like it was something like, Oh my God, only Oprah can break this story. Like, whatever you gonna tell us or expose about Mona Scott Young, I'm sure we already know. What? Y'all have really shitty contracts and y'all made Mona a lot of money and everything is scripted? No shit, girl. What else you got? Like, like when those very, very hardworking elves came out of her enchanted kingdom, <laughs> her forest, with an iPad. And explain to her, first of all, for half an hour, who you are and what love and hip-hop is. They surely laughed for hours and hours afterward at the sheer suggestion or thought that she would interview you. Oprah hardly even does interviews anymore. Oprah doesn't speak to people no more. She is like a seriously only when I want to type of thing. And we're talking about like the... Girls like Oprah may sit down with Michelle Obama. She may still sit down with like the Baracks and the Beyonces mm-hmm. and yes. like the girls. Right. Yeah. She ain't even going to interview Mona, much less you. <laughs> you know, 
And at first I thought you was going to say Mona posted a clip from when she was on Oprah, you know, 15 years ago as like a junior producer or something like that. I didn't know she actually posted like a speech of Oprah's. But like, yes, girl, not even Mona is going to be on the couch with Oprah. So what made you think that by encouraging your Instagram? You know what? I'm going to let Jocelyn has delusions of grandeur, though. She calls herself an international pop star. Oh, yeah, no. And all this other stuff. She insists that she has hits and is like a touring. And this is the thing that she always does when she gets into it with people is she says, I have something to expose about them. And then she never does. Or she just makes up something insane and then runs Mm -hmm. away. Like she does this shit all of the time. She's done it on the show. She's done it off of the show. Every time she get into it with somebody, she got a little envelope and she's like, if you don't want this on the blog. (laughs) <laughs> you stop with your gossip. Like, shut the fuck up. You ain't got oh, nothing yeah. to expose about nobody. And even if you did have something to expose about Mona, and I'm sure she's got loads of stuff yeah. that would be plenty juicy. It couldn't touch a fraction of the shit we know about you for a fact. Right. So well, I'm just bored. There's, there's like, that. And then she posted some photos on her her Instagram uh, claiming that she quits. Um one said, Stevie and Jocelyn, package deal. Give me my bag or else. So I'm guessing that she, this is clearly over some money. Yes, absolutely. Which, I can tell, yes, whatever. Right. And I guess that was her threatening to uh, take Stevie with her if she doesn't get the bag that okay. she's requesting, which, p- perfect. Like, please. <laughs> I mean, that's just... <laughs> You You and Stevie J could leave the show and I would likely still watch it just because I like watching the fake drama and these nobodies go at it. I do. I get pleasure out of that. So um, y'all are not really the attraction for me. The most the love of hip hop gets out of me, and this is factual at this point, is a moment on Mr. World Premiere where I find the clip <laughs> and I watch the last maybe oh, three minutes Lord. so I can see whoever got their ass whooped that week and who's going to get their ass whooped next week. Mm-hmm. Like this week, I know that for whatever black ass Jamaican reason, Spice was in attendance on the program. Thanks. Oh, I mean, no. why? I don't know. I haven't seen but this sure. episode. Spice was on there and she's apparently friends with Carly Red, which is also devastating. <sighs> but I'm not going to hold that against her just yet. I just hope that she doesn't appear on that motherfucker ever again. And next week, um, <clears throat> Gift or, or Chest or... or uh, nope. I'm lost. Treasure? Treasure? <laughs> <laughs> why did I that. Whatever, Dabloon, Giffrecy, whatever the fuck her name is, is getting her whole entire lace front snatched off by a um, dime. Why? I don't know. But it's going to happen. That's as much as I know mm-hmm. about love and hip-hop Dime is that friend. Dime is the, is it time to fight? Like, are we ready to fight now? Let's let's go ahead. Nobody was friend. even like, paying let's... attention to her. And I actually appreciated that you know mm-hmm. about her you know sometimes it's like there's no need for talking and sometimes what you have especially in a situation where people are going to break it up 
you only have so many seconds yeah. to really initiate what you've got to do. If you really want to be like, if it's really in your heart and you're not playing around like Jackie Christie running and fake acting like Yandy Smith. <laughs> right. Uh, a lot. Oh, Yandy's a good one for that. I could do this all day. Yeah. If you truly want to be the bitch ass, like I can see in Jessica Dom Hart, she loved to fight. I yeah, she see, enjoys I it. Can tell it doesn't that really matter who. Girl. No, it don't. I can tell she just used to fight because it was time to fight. Like, I just like fighting and you here in front of me. So. Let's go. <laughs> so if you really want to beat a bitch ass and you know it's security and shit on set, you know you got about eight, probably eight good seconds to really beat that bitch. Not even on these shows. On these shows, you have maybe a solid three. Like to get started, like really it's about your first two licks. Mm-hmm. After that, you're going to be challenged. Well, then you got to immediately pull her wig off if it's not glued on something to get it her wasn't. to the ground. And then, oh, of course. God, not on set, girl. You can't go out like that. When you know you go be with these, you know what? I just need to watch. Clearly, I missed a lot this week. Well, I, I meant, I only say that to say that them leaving the program would do nothing but give me, I feel like, less opportunities to hear about them. Right, of course. Because what else are y'all going to do? We didn't care about your spinoff. You can't go back and do that again. Or please don't think you can. Like, we we truly do not care. And I don't want to say that you have no talent, but I don't know what Why your talent that? is. Because because I feel like that's... I don't want to just be like, ah, fuck you and your life. Fuck your whole destiny. You ain't never going to be nothing, bitch. It's just like, I don't know what else you can do. So, I don't know. Jocelyn Hernandez, I quit. Fuck hashtag Mona. She says in a photo that doesn't do her makeup artist any favors here with this light. Make your next move your best move. Hashtag Puerto Rican princess. Hashtag Puerto Rican goddess. Hashtag fuck you pay me. Hashtag Spanish rock star. Which again, Hmm. Trina. Like you can spell the rock star different, but (laughs) the usage period. Jocelyn Hernandez, Kamoji board by Jocelyn, which I'm not buying. Or and it's no shade. I'm not buying yours. I'm not buying Amber's. I'm not buying Kim's. I'm not buying China's. I'm not buying nobody's. Like, I mean, and why is it called a Kimoji board if it's for Jocelyn? I don't get that. I thought Kimoji was Kim Kardashian. No, it doesn't matter. K E M Moji board by Jocelyn. Okay, never mind. So no, I'm not. But I did get uh Tammy Romans though. I do have Tammy Romans. <laughs> Asante sent one to me and I was like, nigga, where is it? I have you to have it. You can just find them. <laughs> I don't care. Say, like, you, there's no reason to buy them. It's only 99 cents. Tammy Roman has been providing me with entertainment since the 90s. I can give her 99 cents. Oh, oh God. Can I just skip this one? Yeah. Tammy Michelle came for Nicki Minaj. Who cares? All right, great. I don't like either one of y'all. Um, well... Never mind. It's not even worth clarifying. It's really not. Like, my issue with Nikki has more to do with her music than anything else. But K. Michelle can just rot. So, <laughs> well, I think they f- feel the same way about both. No, I know. <laughs> that's fine with me. So, um, Rudy Huxtable decided that it was the right thing to do oh, to God. join Bill Cosby oh, in court. God. Uh, for his first day of this sexual assault trial, her reasoning came out as this. I came to support him because this is where you hear the facts. This is where the truth happens. 
Ultimately, it's easy to support someone and to be in their corner when things are great, when things are good. But true family friendship and oh, who cares, Rudy? Shut the fuck up. I'm not even reading the rest of it. Like, I just, Rudy, sweetheart, Mm -mm. you're struggling. You're having a moment, you know, you're having a few moments. You've been having a few moments over the past year and maybe some change. And you felt like this was a great way to look like you're doing a a service and be next to the nigga with the with the real bag. Okay. You know, because apparently you've got a baby to take care of. Yeah. And, um, you know, that whole and that thing. that mess, and... right. That mess with her baby daddy. So, you know, you do what you feel like is right, Rudy. And I hope that true mm-hmm. family and friendship and integrity shows up in Bill Cosby's mind and in his heart. And he joins you in the courthouse when you and Ed are down there bickering and arguing. Oh, Lord. But he won't. Um... So that's all I. Re- I mean, I don't have anything. I mean, else to say I about don't. Rudy. I just can't even understand. I don't understand how this man admitted to it, and there are all these women who came forward with these different stories, and still you give some bullshit like, "I'm just here to support," and you know, real niggas stay down or whatever. It's like, but girl, you don't have a line. Like, there's just nothing. There's just nothing that is so terrible that you're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wow. Rapist. Mm, yikes. Gonna have to pass. Like, there's nothing. You just. I don't get it, but, you know, maybe he and Camille are sending her some checks because since Cosby Show's been out of syndication for so long, and I'm sure that was her main source of income, you know, maybe they're supporting her in some way. Maybe she lives in one of their apartments. Well, I've heard that he's really good, or she is really good friends with Bill Cosby's daughter, but then she also was on The Apprentice and had I think she even got fired on that episode where she refused to call him and ask him for a donation to charity or something like that because she hadn't spoken to him in five years. Hmm. And she was all upset about to cry talking about how I haven't spoken to this man in five years. It would just be, you know, I don't feel comfortable calling him. Did she say why they didn't the, talk for five years? I don't think that she said why, but she just said that they haven't. She hadn't hmm. seen him. Okay. Or spoken to him in that in that long or whatever, but I mean that may have just been something like, "Girl, don't call me while you on reality TV asking me for a check." Like, I will not participate in that. It could have just been something like that. I really don't know, but clearly, y'all at the place today were you willing to lay down all common sense and just decency and empathy for other women to ugh. To be next to this man while he stands this almost totally pointless trial and then act like this is the only place where like like the court system is always right and justice is always served and no one ever lies and rapists don't ever get away with it. Like, bitch, what? Shut up. I just, I just girl. Now I can't even watch you in little hood black movies. I don't even want you to be cast in those. Just go away. Um... Well, whoever's taught Lil Boosie how to use Instagram and this is getting worse and worse. Other social media. You're right. This is all shit news. <laughs> I'm so damn exhausted. Damn, this is bad. So Lil Boosie, I guess, is on Instagram Live or Periscope or I don't know what the fuck this nigga was on his Nokia or his cricket phone or whatever the fuck they gave him, but. For whatever reason, he decided to take a trip down memory lane of the time he was in Angola State Penitentiary witnessing two niggas fucking. 
in the showers or wherever. I guess it couldn't have been the showers, but he went on like forever about <laughs> like the velocity yes. to which this man was plowing another man. Like he was like in in graphic detail describing how this man was riding another man's dick and he's like he was fucking the shit out of him and all of this stuff yeah grabbing ankles and all that only to then again imply that this is all wrong and they're sick and being gay is this that and the third at this point I just want Lil Boosie to admit that he either painted somebody or somebody painted him and he hasn't recovered. Because this is ridiculous. Like, at this point, we're just, like, wasting time. You know, yeah. just say what it is. You know, you saw it or you were the one riding or being ridden or what or rode or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. I just am tired, you know. Yeah. And for someone who I had to constantly, constantly hear about how you needed to be free to come back and do this to music and that and rap and blah blah blah, all I hear about from Lil Boosie since this nigga's been free is how he feels about niggas fucking, and it's ridiculous. Like I don't hear nothing about his music. I don't hear nothing about no mixtapes or nothing mm-hmm. like that. All I ever hear from Boosie is how he feels about gay sex. Yep, and it has to be. Because he either is not getting it anymore or he's getting too much of it and just doesn't know how to feel about it. But this is all given... I mean, he followed the rant up by um, mm. by whistling and, like, doing some other gay shit. Just being, like, where he was like, mm, mm, mm. Oh. And then started whistling. And I'm just like, sis, like... Talking about how nasty they were and all that. Just find your category and walk. (sighs) Yeah, the amount of vitriol that Boosie has towards gay sex and the fact that he's constantly talking about that and homosexuals and all this is like, you just are doing a lot. Like, you're doing a lot right now. And I heard the last album he put out. I heard how homophobic it was then. And I was like, I'm gonna have to stop fucking with a nigga that I really used to enjoy. Like, I'm too old to sit here and listen to you talk about faggots and that don't need to be on TV and all this. Like, I'm too, I'm not listening to that shit no more, nigga. Like, I just, I don't have it. I don't love you that much to, to pretend like you're not talking about people that I know and love. Like, this is just, no, fuck you. It's not cool. It's not okay. I'm not going to support it in no type of way. And you going on and on about it just makes niggas wonder why you're so obsessed. Why are you so obsessed? Why did you go into such detail about what you saw? Why did you stand there long enough to see all that you saw if you were so disgusted by it? Out of it? all of the things you must have seen huh. while being locked up in the penitentiary Man. for as long as you were, you have a photographic memory yeah. when it comes to that man taking dick. And I'm just confused. You right. know what I'm saying? As someone who, you know, makes it seem like you're so so disgusted with homosexuality and gay men having sex specifically. Yeah, because it's not women he has a problem with. I would see, I would think that you would have hauled ass so fast that you wouldn't have been able to just to, to describe like the way that you were speaking to me made it seem like you sat there like you pulled up a stool and you parked it and you just watched for about half an hour right. to really wrap your mind around why you hate it and it was because you don't like you don't you don't yeah it's just you went home and googled it this is textbook case 
of niggas who are so uncomfortable with their sexuality and it's because there's something there that they probably want to explore or that they have explored and they don't know how to feel about it. And so they, instead of figuring that out and making peace with that, they decide that they're going to turn it on its ass. That was horrible. (laughs) Just attack the community (laughs) and attack people who are proud of who they are, are doing whatever the fuck they want to do because you feel trapped. And I believe that Boosie's legacy is a regional thing. The same way that plenty of people feel that, probably feel that way about Trick and Trina. And I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem excluding Boosie and his music features and the like from my life. It's not hard for me. I mean, every region that has that is known for music has those local faves that will be more beloved by the community than they will anywhere else. Everybody, New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans, everybody has that. So that's not even, it's fine for Boosie to be like a Southern fave and niggas be playing Boosie. Like y'all just love it. And we'll be playing him at the barbecue, no matter what. I mean, that is what it is, but you're not going to sit up here and tell me that this nigga is not homophobic in a way that does not make me question whether what he really wants to do is get on some nigga's dick and start riding or put his dick in somebody else. Like, because you just seem so fascinated. He's done it. You talk about it all the time. Like, why is this what we hear from you? Why is this always what you in the news for? That part does not make sense to me. Huh. So it's disappointing, but it's also not surprising at this point. I just wish he would shut up about it like just shut up like we get how we know how you feel shut up and go away and wipe the corners of your mouth that's all that i have this week for six sad world um all right well we got through that was painful but we're going to take a break and we'll be right back Okay, we're back, and it is time for our letters. It is send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, there's a couple of short questions here. Have you listened to the uh, uh, Steven Universe soundtrack or downloaded it? Yes, both. I haven't. How is it? Is it? I mean, it's just the music from the show. Okay, so, so it's okay. I thought maybe it was like the Bob's Burger one, which is a bunch of songs that I can't remember. I feel like they've been in every episode, but it's just like all the little short ones and like just them. It's randomly pretty much doing just stuff. like like every song I could think of being on the show from the beginning up until now. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty great if you like the music on yeah. Steven Universe which I do a lot so I I'm enjoying too. the fuck out of it um, it's over isn't it still puts me in my feelings every time I'm, I've am i got Giant Woman I've got Mr. Greg I've got Stronger is it Stronger <sighs> Than You? no it's not hmm. oh my gosh it's my favorite episode why am I forgetting the name of it and I'm pretty sure it's the name of the episode too uh so yeah, it is stronger than you. Who who sings that one? Estelle. It's the okay. one where I feel like it was the finale of the first one. Oh, it's, okay. I think it's where you first find out oh, about Garnet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. I yeah. love that song. Hmm, okay, I got to download that then. And yeah, have you seen Wonder Woman? Not yet. Mm, I have. 
I saw oh, it today. Did you like it? I did. Why? I mean, it is a skinny, you know, white woman who's the lead character or whatever, but that's fine. I so you know I don't know nothing Wonder about. Wonder Woman is traditionally skinny and white. Well, no, yeah. Well, not really skinny. She's supposed to be an Amazon. Well, so she's she's like fit looking, but she's anyway. I don't know what that means. I didn't know nothing about the movie going or the comic book. I guess going into it. So I did not expect them to have black women in the Amazons. And I was like pleasantly surprised that black women were in the movie and were like in positions of power. I don't want to ruin it for you or anything. Maybe you already know all that. But sort of. And I didn't find out to the very end that she knows Batman. So I guess maybe there'll be another movie and they'll explain how she knows Batman. But it was There's been a movie where she's explained. Oh, okay. So I have Batman versus Superman. Oh, I have not seen that. So, but um, I like you know the the fighting parts. I had to peek through my fingers, but well, because I don't like all that. I don't like all that fighting. I don't like all that. Like some of it was nice. Like oh my god, you just shot three arrows and three different niggas. That was crazy. But then like some of it is just too graphic for me, and I can't. So, but I liked. I liked. I liked the story. I liked the way. I don't know. I guess I wasn't expecting to really be into it because I don't like action movies or comic books. But it had so many because it had so many great reviews. Everybody was like, this movie is fantastic. Like, it's just really. No, it's like every review. I didn't I've not seen one bad review for this movie. I've seen a lot of people saying that they thought it was like, oh, it's got a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is decent. Got a pretty good score. On I enjoyed IMDb. it. Yeah. I really did. I enjoyed it. I'm glad. A lot. So, and they I. They need it. Oh, they do? Who DC needs it? Needs oh, it. DC needs it. This well. would be like their first, the first movie they put out from their DC universe so far that's getting really great reviews. Mm-hmm. Although I've liked most of them. So, do you know that they live on like an island of just women? Yeah. Okay. So when I saw that, it took me like about 15 seconds to realize there were no men on that whole little thing. And then I was like, immediately, how do we get there? Like, right. Women, honestly, if there was a space hidden off from the globe where only women existed, holy God, what? Oh. It's funny because comic books, like, <sighs> comic books have really told a lot of empowering stories about marginalized groups. For many, 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 many decades, it's just interesting to see which ones they've all they've chosen to like keep up through the years and really focus on, and the ones they've adapted into movies and into shows and stuff like that, and and what they do with them. But yeah, she's always been a chick from the Amazon, and they like they have different ways. But she's not really in the Amazon. Yeah, she is. I mean, yeah, I know. Special. Oh, okay. But. I don't know what's a spoiler and what's not. <laughs> I mean, I know enough about her character to know probably the gist of where it's going to go. Okay. Um. So it's really just the experience that you're going to get when you go to see it and how they everything mm-hmm. is interpreted. But, well, as someone who knew nothing about it, I was yeah, all in fun. from the very beginning. It was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, oh, this is crazy. Just over and over. I had a great time. So I think that's definitely a comic book movie that is necessary for right now. I hope a lot more women go see it. Yeah, I mean, I saw a bunch of reviews from men who were like, you know, it really made me challenge why, you know, I saw an island full of women and I was like, huh, are they really happy there with no men? Like, oh, duh, of course they are. What? Probably like, way happier than anybody else. Like, just knowing, just the fact that you could go outside at like 
3.30 in the morning and you would have no fear of danger at all. Like, And not only that, but the average man coming and trying you would die in just right. like two seconds. And, and <laughs> I mean, not to say that that does not happen because, I mean, she is the heroine. And I guess knowing that she was going to be okay was the only thing that kept me going through the movie because I'd just be stressed. That, you know, she was my happen, favorite but... part of Batman versus Superman, actually. Yeah. I think that their fight sequences look mm-hmm. really great. And seeing her fight and like in that other I haven't seen this one obviously again, but in the previous movie, she's fighting like a monster that is known to have killed Superman in the comic books. Mm. And she's doing it like not she's really breaking a, real a bad sweat. Monster in this one too. She's not really breaking a sweat. She's like halfway smiling, like Okay, you got me that with that little punch, but I'm coming. Like, let's do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm ready to beat your ass. And these two grown ass men with their weapons and superpowers are looking like, how is she doing this? Yeah, like I got that was my favorite part of of mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman. So I'm excited. There was to see a this. lot of men underestimating her and being wrong about her, and her saying, "Well, I really don't give a shit what y'all think. I'm just gonna go do it. I'm so gonna do what I want. You can fall in line, I guess, but I'm gone. Okay, bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I loved it and That's i love that it wasn't about it wasn't about falling in love and settling down and having kids it was about i have a mission and you're either gonna help or you're not but like i got shit to do so what's up and i just it was great so you should watch it and i feel like i'm like part of the club now of people who <laughs> know about superhero stuff sure so our first question this week comes from mm, pick a random name uh beulah 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 says i'm the mutual friend of two men who i've known since elementary school we live in a small town that is very close-minded and religious despite them never coming out as a couple it was very obvious that they were one however their friendship ended when one half of the couple started dating a woman so naturally that friend is now mourning the loss of friend b Friend A is upset that friend B has chosen to live life as okay. a straight man for geometry. Like what? Okay, so friend, friend two this two Abula's gay homies. Yes, one were decided super, to go sleep with a woman. Now he's fucking fish. Friend, okay, is friend A or B the devastated single one? Now? Friend A is the devastated single one. B, friend B went to go See, B went to should bed have been the other one well i didn't sh- that's how she wrote it because i'm thinking like b bussy okay, okay so well, we'll it doesn't that's so, whatever okay so b is the one with the okay okay so friend is upset that other friend has chosen to live life as a straight man for religious i can't reasons. do it all right so friend a <laughs> i deliberately took it out so that we could just <laughs> so the one that got dumped for a woman is very upset his name can be Shiloh. Shiloh is really upset because Ryan. Ryan has decided. Because Kia says you can't trust niggas named Ryan. Okay. And you know, especially if they name is Ryan and they fine and they over 6'2". No. And he got all his teeth and they lined up real girl. Red flag. Automatic whore. But anyway. So Shiloh is upset that Ryan has decided for religious reasons that he needs to be a woman or be with a woman, even Mm. though he does not actually sexually desire women. (laughs) 
which are his words, not mine, she clarifies. I allow him to vent, but he has been venting for almost a year. The constant conversations about this same topic are starting to wear me down. He is still so angry and so hurt. What is the best way to help my friend let go? How long has it been? A year. Which, I mean, that has to that has to suck. I mean, and I feel, have, has this happened to me? Let me think about this it. This definitely happened to me. Oh, yes. I did date a girl for three months who it was like, and she struggled and struggled. And then one day she was like, I can't do this. I feel guilty about Jesus. And I said, you know what? I 100% understand that. I understand struggling with that because I also struggled with that. So if that's how you feel, that's fine. I'm going to let you go. And I hope you sort out your sexuality with God. I hope you find, make your peace with that. I just had to let her go. Like, he has to accept that it is what it is. Oh, well, the nigga I was dating was just a hoe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't discriminate. He was just a hoe. So. That was I'm mad because, of course, the lesbians were, like, in a relationship and had this long, thoughtful discussion right. about it. No, he was just dancing. <laughs> he stayed with the girl for like three years, I think, and cheated on her ass. But... Oh man, wow. Um, so what do you do if you're if you're that friend? Hmm. If I'm Shiloh's friend, well, I mean, so what if if we could talk to Shiloh right now and be like, "Listen, we know your man left you for a woman." What would we say? to that young man to try to help him get through it. And I think, honestly, that conversation I had with my ex is something that maybe you need to internalize for yourself. Like, he's going through something that you cannot help him with through no fault of your own. And he his struggle with religion is a result of his family and society telling him that, that, there's, some, that there's something wrong with who he is. And he has to deal with that on his own time. All he's going to do if he's in a relationship with you is be miserable and and take that misery out on you. And you don't deserve that. Like, you're honestly better off without it. You just have to accept that it's over and, and try to move forward. I guess. Woo, woo, woo. I don't really know. You know, I feel like when you... I mean, you didn't feel no type of way about... Of course, yes. I was pissed. I've, I, it was a weird feeling for me because on one end, I was pissed that I was cheated on and left in the dirt. <sighs> yeah. But then I also felt like... I felt like, like there's something there I can't give you. You know what I'm saying? If you like vaginas, I can't give you, I don't yeah. have one. So it was just like, I felt like there was a part of him that he wanted to fulfill or have fulfilled. And he wasn't going to be able to get that with me. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think he just took the easier route, which was of to just being a hoe. of being a straight hoe. <laughs> right. So, you know, that was the pathy way. You know, I think maybe it it's a bit easier in that regard because if he were to be like, okay, well, the reason I'm dating this bitch is because, you know, the Lord says blah, 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 yeah. blah. I'd be like, well, the Lord was saying that for all of these months that you and I were doing X, Y, <laughs> Z, and ZZ. And yet here you was right here doing it the whole time. So... I just, I mean, if that's something that you, yeah, that's so a conversation the, you've had with him. Mm, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to, I don't like to police people's personal talks with God. Mm-hmm. 
whether it's real or alleged or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you know, he didn't have that talk with me. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> so do what you feel like you have to do, and I'm just going to do me. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, y'all are on two different pages. I mean, it's been a year. It's It's been a year. And you're still really upset about him being with this woman. But like some people take freakishly long to get over. Things. No, I'm saying like you you have to accept that you may feel like you're right. Or maybe he told you, you know, oh, I, I'm not even attracted to women. So you're like, why are you even with one and all this? But like you cannot rationalize this situation to something that's going to make him come back or anything else. Like it is just done. And he is just going through that. And there's nothing you can do. You can't take him through that. because If he don't want you, let that man go. He's dealing with something that he does not feel comfortable with about himself. And you are a reflection of that. So him being around you is not going to work for him where he is right now. And you just, like, that, that's, it's for your own good to move on to somebody who loves being gay and is excited about being gay right along with you. You know, like, that's a far more ideal situation. So let's see who's next. Mm. This one's from Taisha. She says, I'm an, um, that's a fake name that she gave. I'm a 19 year old black woman and I'm having troubles with my boyfriend. I met him at a party between mutual friends. And after months and months of flings, I found the guy who is most like me. This is both a blessing and a curse because he's gorgeous, young, and loves attention, which makes me crazy. I hate to be that one girlfriend that's too overprotective over my man, but whenever I meet a new friend, whether they're male or female, they become good friends with him and eventually develop feelings. And the worst part about it is that I feel as though he entertains them. It makes me feel like I'm not enough for him, and I've told him that numerous times. When I see people blatantly flirting with him, and him and him not shrugging it off instead of making me mad. I get jealous and insecure. But at the same time, I feel like I'm overreacting and taking his friendliness as a way of him flirting. To put it simply, my boyfriend is irresistible and irreplaceable, but it's hurting me. I've lost one too many friends over this boy until it comes to the point that he's my last one. What should I do? That's your goddamn. God help. Mm, my goodness. I'm trying to remember being 19 and feeling this way about somebody. Oh, is that how old she said she Yeah. Is? Oh, well, then no wonder you acting stupid. Yeah, that puts a lot, that puts it into perspective, definitely. First of all, at that age, it's nothing for one of these little niggas with some straight white teeth and some waves or whatever. Oh, and don't some let him have waves. <laughs> to wink at your asses <laughs> and have you acting like you dumb out here. Like, it just doesn't, I'm not surprised at And all. the Odell Beckham haircut. Right. Luckily, you're, you know, young enough that you're, I feel like it, it's okay for you to stumble and make a couple of yeah. guy mistakes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your time. This is definitely your time. I would not, you know, trade my friends for this nigga. But if you are finding yourself making friends that end up f- like falling for your boyfriend, that's strange. Um, it's <laughs> equally strange that your boyfriend is entertaining it. Oh, um <laughs> I think I understand the boyfriend entertaining it more than I do the friends who end up falling for him. Like, how does that happen? That's very confusing to me. I mean, your boyfriend could be an innocent flirt. Those niggas are really annoying. Yeah, they are. But they exist. Like, there's a lot of people that just have naturally flirtatious personalities Mm -hmm. and they never have the intention of doing anything past it. But they're just charismatic and charming. And you have to know 
You're and they act like they don't see him. that. That's the frustrating part for me is they be like, I wasn't even doing nothing. This is just my personality. Like, okay, that's fine or whatever. But like, you don't see how other people take that. Like, and I mean, I I feel like if you just can't take it, you just can't take it. You know, if that's not something you're comfortable with, it's not something you're comfortable with. That can be something that you're well within your right to walk away from, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, um, there's nothing wrong with being like, I can't handle you acting like this, so I have to go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm feeling this is borderline disrespectful or mm-hmm. whatever. It's up to you. Um, But... Your boyfriend is probably not going to change his behavior anytime soon, especially if he's 19 and and a pretty boy or cute or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be more concerned with finding friends that I can have these conversations with Mm -hmm. um, rather than two strangers because all of my friends want to fuck my man. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, that would be... Who are these friends? You know, but if he's not, if you're not concerned with him cheating on you at all, then I guess you don't really have a problem with him. But mm-hmm. I can't say that him having a flirtatious uh, personality or being charming or being cute is the problem more than your friends wanting to fuck him. Like, he should be able to smile and wink and do whatever all he wants, and you should still have friends that are are like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with your nigga's eye, but (laughs) tell him to stop looking at me. Like, that shouldn't be an issue because newsflash, this is a huge surprise. But the fine nigga (laughs) that you date in ain't the only fine nigga in the world. Mm -hmm. And he probably won't be the only fine Mm -hmm. nigga that you meet and have like a connection with. I feel like a lot of niggas, like you meet a nigga who fucks the shit out of you. You meet a nigga who got money. You meet a nigga who dress nice. You meet a nigga who has, you know, nice features or looks good or all of these little things and you feel like you never gonna meet another nigga like that ever in the world like he is just simply one of a kind if that nigga can't make a rocket ship from scratch then odds (laughs) are somebody else out there got that recipe too so don't waste your time and settle and be out here looking silly if you know just because a nigga has a couple of things that plenty other niggas got it just doesn't make any sense to me yeah and the fact that you said to him like numerous times it bothers me that you do this 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 and he's made no effort to change that or i don't know maybe he feels like whatever it is he's done is not that big of a deal but it just seems like it's a general lack of giving a shit that that makes you upset which is just another reason for you to go ahead and move on it's pl- like give yours there's plenty of other fine niggas out here like i'm sure you could log right onto instagram i know kids are doing all that type of shit these days and like they're right there so you will be fine you are young and there's so much time like there are so many boys girl <laughs> if you find yourself stressed out over a nigga at this age just let him go there is another one coming and but, now is the time for yeah, you to do all of that is. stuff because what happens is the more of these niggas that do this dumb shit around you not to say that you should just be running around and dating everybody there's nothing wrong with that either what I'm saying is the more that you actually do date and see these things and ask yourselves questions mm. and stuff like that, by the time you get into your late 20s, early 30s, you'll be way more set up to like with the man that you're with or the man that you're dating be like, oh, no, I seen this a mile away. Like, yeah. I already know that this leads to that and that ultimately leads to that. And I am not dealing with any of it. Right. So you can go like it just makes it easier for you to know what you know your worth 
and also know what you can handle, what you won't put up with and so on and so forth. And this is like yeah. a petty thing. But again, you're so young that you could just tell that nigga bye and then put, you know, on a, a sickening highlighter and put a <laughs> selfie up on Instagram and then he'll probably act right. So, I mean, and if not, there is another one right around the corner. Somewhere. Right around yeah. the corner. And like, the, this is the time for you to date and figure out what you just absolutely will not deal with. Don't, <laughs> please don't be 40 trying to date and figure out what you will and will not tolerate. But if you know that this is something that bothers you about a partner and you can't deal with niggas that act like that, then don't deal with this nigga. Move on and find somebody else. Somebody who's going to be more compatible with you. Good luck with that. Our last question comes from Nia who says, my best friend got a boyfriend about six months ago. I was happy for her initially, but now I can't stand her new man and she's getting on my nerves too. We've been roommates all four years of college and I've never had an issue till he came. We're currently sharing a one bedroom apartment for the summer and she lives in the living room. The walls are thin. So I always hear his loud ass laughter or commentary on movies he's watching or just whatever else is on his mind. He takes up all her time now and it's like she can't make room for me. He's over here practically every day till three in the morning. The rare moments he's not here and I ask her to hang out. She has a paper to write or a book to read. Yet somehow she finds all the hours in the day to spend time with him. I want to bring it up, but whenever I go over this in my head, I sound like a bitter, clingy bitch. Is this what I'm being, or am I right to be angry with her for ditching me? We rarely fight, and this is the first time it's been over a nigga. Your advice would be much appreciated. Love the show. Thanks, Nia. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not the type of person, I think because I'm... I love being alone and I love being truly, left alone. Truly. That I'm I'm just not the type of person who takes that sort of thing personal. I know that when when you have a friend that gets into a new relationship, you can just kind of expect to see mm-hmm. a bit less of them. Yeah. Hear a bit less of yeah. them, especially in the early stages of it. Cause they're gonna be with that nigga all the time. Yeah. And that's just like what do you I mean, Expect, that's, you know? that's, yeah, you, you find somebody you actually like and they like you back. That's a miracle. So, and of course, y'all going to start spending time. Yeah, they're going to prioritize a few things over you sometimes because I'm sorry if it comes down to going shopping or going to the movies with the bitch that I'm friends with and been friends with for 10 years or whatever, or with this new finance nigga that's been dicking me down for a couple of weeks that I want to continue dicking me down. I'm going <laughs> to pick with him. You know, I'm going to pick him. And then when it come out, you know, on digital HD, we'll watch together in the living room, bitch. Like, calm down. You know, like, but what I'm saying is that I, I just let her do her thing with her man. When it impedes on your solo time and your own happiness and peace of mind in the house, that's when it can be, I think, a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's when it's something else. If he's like just doing weird shit, like if you're trying to study or sleep and you can't because he's loud or, you know, you went to go get some juice and this nigga finished it or something like that, then that's when it's like, okay, you and I friends need to have some discussions, not about you and your man, not even about you and me. But about your man annoying me and mm-hmm. how and why. I mean, and as as a roommate, taking the friendship out of it, the fact that he is there all the time until three o'clock in the morning and loud as shit would be to me a reason to talk to her. Yeah, about like that's it. different. Yeah, like that's I feel like that's a conversation that you should have with her. But that's but not think, what it sounds like. Well, I mean, it's like this <laughs> she like set that up like this is this problem yeah. and then this is the problem. Right. Right. So it's like I feel like the real issues that you mentioned friend and maybe you're a little lonely 
And so instead of coming at it like, oh, my God, all you ever do is spend time with that nigga. Oh, my God. OK, yes. Marcus this and Marcus that. Goddamn. Just being like. So first of all, sis, like so happy for you. Congrats. Love him. So great. However, like, well, I mean, because apparently they were friends. They were all friends. And so it's not like she has a personal issue with him. Uh And so I would say that, but then be like, it's just that he is over here till like super fucking late. He's running up the utilities or whatever. I don't know if you've noticed that the utilities are higher because he's always there. (laughs) Then I would bring that up because that nigga need to put in. If he's eating the groceries, he need to put in on that because that's a real thing. I I mean, it is. I've had situations like that with roommates before, like people who are still my friends to this day. But like. This nigga has been in the living room for the past three weeks, and I just don't like a nigga living in the fucking living room. <laughs> like, like he ain't got a living room. You got to go live like, in? Right. Like, where do you stay? <laughs> so <laughs> that's a valid conversation to have with her. Here? And then I would also say, you know, and I miss you. I miss hanging out with you. I would love if we could, you know, pick a day two weeks from now and just go to the mall or whatever and hang out because I want to hang out with my friend, you know, and, and position it like that. Like, I miss your company because anytime if, you know, like I just got out of a relationship and went i was in one and my friends were like okay so seriously it's been like two and a half months wow really where are you so they're like oh, okay you know i feel bad i did not mean to ditch you guys and of course i will come to your you know whatever like i think you just have to give her the chance to be like damn you know my bad bitch i know you missed me like yeah let's hang out i just don't care that deeply yeah no anybody. we know you would love to be just shut up alone in the house for it all would eternity. be different though <laughs> if i lived with the nigga and with their nigga you know what i'm saying like yeah. it would be different if the friend in question was my roommate and then also her man happened to be my fake roommate too like i'd be like honestly you know, I am not hating on you and your relationship, but let's just make a, th- a time to do something us together. Yeah. And also, unless we're going to do this Love and Hip Hop Atlanta thing and share this nigga, he needs to be your boyfriend. Meaning <laughs> I don't need to be around him all of the time. Yeah. You do. So ask, like, can you go over to his living room sometime? Are y'all watch a movie over there? Or can he, like... Yeah. Something this is your man. Or and, like, so, and I don't even want to share an apartment with one person, much less two. So like that was in the agreement. Yeah. So when you pick him up from work, at the very least, can you like stop at the grocery store and make him buy the groceries first if he's gonna be eating all of them? Like let's yeah. compromise so that everybody is comfortable and nobody has an issue. Yes, exactly. That's, That's how it. you have to I mean, living with people it's learning to manage your relationship in a whole nother way because there is no escape from the friend like you would ordinarily have. It's just like, damn, we are really under the same roof all the time. Wow, this is not gonna work. So yeah, I think you just have to be uh, more open, come to her from a from a different standpoint as opposed to just being loud and angry and sounding like you mad that she has a man and you don't and I think you'll be fine so send your questions to asktherit at gmail.com and we'll be back okay so we're back just a little over an hour mm-hmm. and it's now time for the read it's funny every time that I've tried to make the show really short it's been hilariously long mm-hmm. and here we are flourishing. Just, I don't understand it. It's almost like when we don't focus on it, we just get through it. I don't know. It's weird. So. Well, okay. This week's read for me, I mean, we haven't talked about him yet. So obviously I'm going to talk about Bill Maher. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, Honestly, I wish I had like a really deep, powerful 
statement prepared for y'all with trumpets and a choir and tigers. I don't know. Something. But I I really don't. I. So Bill Maher was on his show on HTO on HBO. I'm so tired. I can tell you seem like like you would like a nap. He was on Real Time with Bill Maher on his HBO bullshit. And during an interview, he made an alleged joke where he refers to himself as a house nigga. When someone said something about, oh, come, you can come out in the fields with us and work. He's like, oh, no, I'm a house nigga. I don't do blah, blah, blah. Something that had absolutely nothing to do. It was not a a slavery conversation. Like you went out of your way. You definitely, yeah. You made the effort. Yes. To get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could, you know, I could go on a rant about all of the reasons why that was offensive. I could talk about the word nigga coming out your white ass mouth specifically. I could talk about how you are slightly romanticizing the house slave or that side of slavery as if Ooh. to say that that would be like the prefer. Oh yeah, I was a house. like mm. house slaves were still treated as, as property. They were still treated as less than human. They were like raped mm. and beaten just the same. Ugh. Um, and like Angela Rye pointed out, um, the house nigga actually is kind of an origin for a lot of the color complexes that exist within the black community today that are like literally fucking us up Mm -hmm. all day every single day so for you and your white bull terrier face (laughs) to sit on hbo and just just make this joke oh i'm a house nigga like is clearly offensive for so many reasons and yes you should be cussed out you should lose your show for this in my opinion but I think the thing that annoys me the most about it is this piss-ass apology. Oh, and God. <laughs> I'll just discuss really quickly why. So he comes afterwards and says, Friday nights are always my worst night of sleep because I'm up reflecting on the things I should or shouldn't have said on my live show. Last night was a particularly long night as I regret the word I used in the banter oh, of a live God. moment. The word was offensive and I regret saying it and I'm very sorry. So first of all, he refers... he points out that the show was live more than once in this statement which to me just kind of says that i wish i wouldn't have said it on live yeah. tv because had i not said it there could have been a way that we could have edited it out and i wouldn't have to hear y'all's bullshit right, right now <laughs> that's exactly what that's saying he has like documented proof like there are episodes of his show somebody unearthed this footage of him arguing with Anne marie johnson a full entire black woman mm-hmm. on the same show about the word nigga being uh, co-opted and how it's a term of endearment now and what's the problem with white people saying it and so on and so forth. And also Lord said God. to this woman, Lord God. said to her, well, if I didn't know you were black or if you hadn't told me you were black, I wouldn't have known or something like that. So because she, <laughs> as if to say that because she could pass, right. that how could you tell me what's wrong or right about the word nigga? <laughs> like... But your views on that have like completely changed. Like, you as a white changed. man have any space at all. Like, you know what? Never mind. So, 
That wasn't even that long ago. I think that may have been the early 2000s or 90s or something like that, but definitely not a lifetime ago where you've just seen the light since. Um, Not to mention you've dated black women before. I don't think either one of those women who I know about have anything positive to say about you. But the thing that really ticked me off about the apology and just the overall attitude of what he was saying, even before he apologized, Mm -hmm. when he said it, I couldn't even fix myself to be mad because I've been knowing that Bill Maher was a dick. And he's one of these people who just feels like that, like it's not a big deal. Like you, you are an intelligent Mm -hmm. person. You are a full ass white man in 2017 America. You knew not to say that word and you did it anyway. And he's on, I want to say January, he had an episode of the show where he, this was like right around inauguration too, I believe. He basically blamed Democrats and the Liberal Party for, like, essentially handing over the presidency to to Trump because all we did last year was bitch and moan and complain. He called the Democratic Party the apology party and brought up all of these examples like Hillary Duff and her boyfriend when they dressed up as an Indian in a pilgrim for Halloween and how they had to apologize for that. And was it Kevin Costner who said hidden fences? Oh, yeah. And how he apologized for that and how cultural appropriation is bitch. Like, he basically implied that that is just a bunch of whiny shit and how could we uh, have a problem with a melting pot like America taking a bunch of different cultures and making it one thing and made several jokes about the fact that liberals forced ignorant motherfuckers to apologize for their ignorance and that we should have been more focused on actual democratic issues like uh, gun control and abortion laws didn't say anything about police brutality didn't say anything about mass in- incarceration obviously or <laughs> just like very specific issues right um we should be more focused on that rather than you know complaining and he even had a moment where he said i want for you if you're if you have a problem with this I want you to tweet me that it was offensive so I can tweet you back to go and fuck yourself. This was just a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, and this is classic Bill Maher. He's been like this as long as he's had a career. Forever. So it's not, I'm not, it's just, I am not dumb enough. And I don't, I find it, you know, like offensive and annoying that you're insulting us when you just a few weeks ago said fuck apologies we should be able to insult whoever we want to we should be able to walk over any Mm -hmm. culture any race any gender as much as we want to because those aren't real issues what i say are real issues are real issues so i'm gonna say nigga on my show and then pretend to feel bad about it only so then we can then have ice cube come on the show to talk about why i shouldn't have said nigga yeah not one of your own peers not an uh, an, another comedian not another political analyst not another tv host cube and it's no shade to ice cube i'm not gonna say that he can't say anything meaningful or like you know smart during this interview but i just find it very funny that of all out of all of the people 
who would have certainly gone on that show and challenged you. You picked Ice Cube to come on the week afterwards. But Mars a joke. His show is a joke. I know mm-hmm. that HBO is not going to cancel it. I know that they're going to, you know, do the typical thing. Like, Kathy Griffin lost her job, her job with CNN for that shit that she did with uh, the, the Trump head. Yeah. If this was eight years ago, girl, okay, and Louis C.K. or somebody or Bill Maher had a, a lynched doll of Obama or a beheaded doll of Obama, CNN, all these people would have been like, "Hey, girl, um, so we're gonna need you to apologize on television like three times, and then it'll be fine. We'll go and get cocktails right after." Yeah, no big like, deal. So just say you're sorry. It'll be fine. I just think that he's full of shit. I really don't oh, have anything is. like really truly fiery to say about him i just think that the whole thing is lame i think it was probably just an excuse to be talked about and to get some more ratings for that show probably because i mean i don't know what the ratings for that show are these days so i'm not gonna act like i do all i know is i don't watch it and i don't really know anybody else who does um yeah but I just can't find, I'm not going to waste myself or insult my own culture, my own community, or my own intelligence by going on a rant about why Bill Maher shouldn't have said house nigger, because he knows exactly why he shouldn't have said house nigger. He just doesn't give a fuck, and he finds like a perverse pleasure in trolling us and making us mad, and then talking about how sorry he was because, you know, he was so tired or whatever, and he wished he hadn't said it on live television. I just wish he didn't have a live portion of television to say anything on. And that's really yeah, the end of that it. That would really be it. Like and and then to insult us like, oh, I'm tired. Like being tired isn't reason to call yourself a nigga. Like or just to be like, oh, I'm a house nigga. Like, how dare you? It's a conversation about trick or treating and Halloween and how kids in Nebraska trick or treat and adults don't. And so the man is like, Oh yeah, we look come out in Nebraska and join us in the fields. Like just a very common phrase that doesn't even mean going in a field. And you just heard field and was like, I can make a nigga joke out of this. I mean. And you went there immediately. It's not the first joke I've heard him tell about slaves. It's Ugh, not the first time I've heard trash. him refer to him, himself as a slave. It's certainly not the first uh, black or racist joke I've heard come out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, he's been racist forever. This is naive. It's, it's not. It's not new. Mm -mm, You know what I'm saying? This is just, if anything else, I took it as him taunting people um, and knowing full well that it would end up being this long discussion about why white people shouldn't say this and why white people shouldn't say that so that he could Mm -hmm. then turn around and do a similar rant like he did back in January and say, you guys are wasting all this time on semantics when Trump is the president. Well, we didn't want that bitch to be president either. (laughs) And we made that very, very clear while we were complaining about everything else. I don't know how many times we have to tell you dumb bitches that we're more than capable of disliking several things at the same time, of fighting several injustices at the same time. Like, we don't just focus on one thing i can say that's ignorant that's fucked up that's dumb all at the same time and also wear a shirt or sweater a tunic that says fuck trump i don't know what you think like i'm i'm confused about that i mean we talk about how shitty donald trump is all the time nobody has stopped talking about how awful donald trump is that has not slowed down in the least in fact all i do every day is grow more and more angry with this government and the republicans who are clearly it is becoming more and more evident with every day that donald trump could literally do anything 
And Republicans are not going to impeach him because they want them hateful ass policies in place. And they care more about that than fucking treason. And really, I think that may be the only thing that surprised me because I always thought these right wing conservative motherfuckers were like team America. But what y'all really are is team rich white man. Yeah, that's really what it is. I guess for so long, those two things were the same to me. Like America is rich white men because that's always who has assumed control over it. But just being faced with the reality, like y'all are really going to let this man stay in office, despite the fact that it is being it is clear to everyone across the globe that Russia interfered with our election in multiple ways like, and clearly is in the back pockets of a lot of people. Maybe Nemo, even some of these senators, maybe even Nemo, Dory, Marlin, all of them. Are everyone knows. About it. Everybody Ariel, knows. Ariel, King, Triton, Sebastian. <laughs> Everybody is talking about how this motherfucker is ridiculous. And if they don't have to live here, they laughing. Yeah. So I don't. It's just it's so bullshit to me. America, though, like you talking about the difference. It is the same thing. But what you're sold and what we're told is kind of like that commercial and get out where he was like finally yeah strapped up in that room and that tv came on with mm-hmm. the granddad and he was like the coagula <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. that's what they sell us is that america is the land of the free and the home of the brave and you can be anything you want and regardless of your color or creed or yeah. sexual or blah, blah 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 you can be anything you want to be and then they do what every everything they possibly can to make yeah. sure that the only people who survive and strive in this bitch are rich white men. And then when you complain about not being a rich white man, they're like, well, you've got all the freedom. We told you about it in the fucking commercial. <laughs> like, you didn't take advantage. What's the problem? Y'all are not even slaves anymore. So now I have to pay more of all of the money that I stole from you bitches oh, to man. give back to you so that you can have, like, so you can oh, live man. and your kids can have medicine and they can go to a good school? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, pal. You didn't you didn't work hard to steal, too. Y'all don't even believe people in Detroit deserve clean water. Their water has been shit forever. The fact that this is even still happening. Forever. And you want me to worry about fucking Baron Trump who is surely drinking San Pellegrino <laughs> whenever the fuck he wants to because Kathy Griffin has somebody make a dummy and cover it in fake blood and took a picture of it, yeah. which was quite arousing. If anybody should have been mad at Kathy Griffin, it should have been Pornhub. Not Baron Trump, Thank not you. Melania, not Donald, or anybody the fuck else. I should be worried about that when kids in Flint are still right. expected to drink mud. Right. Fuck, like, are you kidding? Yeah. I'm supposed to care about rich-ass Baron Trump when Donald Trump's administration is about to take all, every dime out of public schools and pour it into these charters so that they and their friends can make even more money and privatize everything about this fucking government. I'm supposed to give a shit that an already rich child is going to be even richer because of his shithead daddy when kids across the country will be suffering? Girl, bye. I highly doubt Baron Trump even saw that picture. And if he didn't, he was probably just as happy to see it as the rest of us. I was about to say, when his mama told him that it wasn't fake, I'm sure Baron was... <laughs> that it was, wasn't real. When his mama told him it wasn't real, Baron was like... God damn it. <laughs> Can't have anything. I had just Googled assassination. <laughs> I was hoping today would be the day. I cut the shit. That's the most frustrating thing about this government. Because honestly, I feel like Trash. there are so many places that you that you can live in the world that you even now probably think are like the greatest alternative. And you will go there and there'll be parts of that government that will be shit too. But. Of course. What really pisses me off 
is the nerve and the the insult and acting like what? <laughs> it's like right. that's what pisses me off. Just acting like everybody is stupid and like we don't see everything anymore. You can't do that mm-hmm. shit anymore. Like the whole ass internet is available to yes. any and everybody. I don't yep. even know if you need a smart device, bitch. Like if you want to, you can still go right down to the free ass library. That's true. Every there everything is everywhere. So you lying to people or making up shit with people or just straight up acting like we don't know what the fuck this president is doing is just that's the thing that pisses me off the most like I would just I I think I would have way more peace if they would just come forward like I've said a million times been like yeah it is what you know it is and bitch what are you gonna do about it nothing you know what I'm saying it's almost like a bitch in a hood who've been talking shit to mm-hmm. like about you yeah, and been stirring up a whole bunch of shit. But then when you see them and you're like, so what's up with that? Right. They're like, what? what are you, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no reason to say anything about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. that, it makes you want to beat their ass that much more. Right. Because I would respect you more if you would have been like, yep, mm-hmm. it was. And these if are the reasons. that's how you really feel, say it to my fucking face. But y'all scared of us in that way. Like the Republicans have. No, I'm sure they don't know, actually. But this this cannot this will not sustain itself over time. Eventually, there will be a revolution. It has to. And all of you will burn. So (laughs) one day it's going to come. I don't know when. I don't know if I'll be around. But one day it, it just cannot this can't keep going and Trump is so I just can't wait for everybody in this administration to be in prison honestly I can't wait like it has to just be a matter of time the way he's on he's on Twitter insulting leaders of other nations like insulting the London mayor after this you know what Mm -mm, I'm not because make America great again Twitter has been in my mentions for days because I said America and the UK would be better off if white people couldn't vote which is true I don't know why. I mean, mean, and y'all denied us the right to vote for so long that it's only right that we should be able to gain a little bit of power by denying it to you. But anyway, I feel like it's just one election. Like, I mean, even if you just took out what, you know, I don't want to fucking do this because I can go on and on all day. But anyway, getting back to Bill Maher and his shitty ass bullshit apology and all that. Of course, there have to be the niggas who run in on the Captain Save a White Man Brigade. There has to be like y'all just can never let a white man fuck up and let that be that. And so, of course, the number one offender is always Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know what it is about white men. I don't get Whoopi's like just her this adoration. This she just she has stars in her eyes for these white men. And I do not comprehend it. And of course, she was on The View talking about I don't have no problem with it. And it's time that we strip nigga of all the bad meaning. And it's Whoopi, whatever. Shut like, the oh, fuck. Girl. Shut up. Shut up. Why do you make us disrespect a legend like this? Why shut do you make up. us do this? We should not have to talk to you like this. Shut up. She does this shit all the time. Like, no she doubt does. she's gotten high as fuck with Bill Maher once upon a 90s time. And... She just does it. She capes for her friends a lot. She capes for whiteness a lot. Mm-hmm. And it just confuses me. Because it's like, on on one end, she'll be over here making Elizabeth Hasselbeck cry. Talking yeah. about, we live in two different worlds. And, da, 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 da. and then she's over here, like, cultural 
cultural appropriation isn't a thing y'all are complaining and I have no issue. It's just like, whoopee, Mm-mm. what? Shut up, girl. Are your sneakers two sizes too small? <laughs> I don't get that about her. Is I don't it because they're sneaker wedges? I don't know what it is about white men or maybe she has enough access through, you know, her career and her money and her status. She has enough access to whiteness to where she feels like she's maybe not really like the rest. I don't know what it is. But some I niggas just... are just well actually as fuck. Like, I think that some people just like to be the mm-hmm. one to be like, well, you know, I'm going to disagree because I'm different. Yeah. Or I don't care about the N-word, so I don't really care that Bill Maher used it. Great. But you don't get to tell the rest of us that we don't get to care about Bill Maher talking about he's a house nigga. If you don't care, then take your house nigga ass on over there. Since nigga don't mean nothing to you, you just scoot right on over there and let those of us who do give a shit talk about it. Let's do that. Like, why do you want the rest of us to shut up just because you don't give a fuck? Okay, so go sit down somewhere and don't give a fuck. Like, you giving way too much of a fuck right now arguing with me about why I shouldn't care if you don't care then just go over by yourself and don't fucking care why do you have to convince me to not care right along with you why is that it. so important so like confused. if you like that, that really just defies logic I mean it's like you you it's not just you don't see a problem with nigga you don't want the rest of us to still be upset over a word that has historically meant danger imminent danger extreme violence possibly murder coming your way in like less than five seconds that word is coming from a white person i will never be okay with especially somebody like bill maher feeling like he can just throw that out into casual conversation that has absolutely the fuck nothing to do with slavery making a joke that just was so completely it was just exactly it was out of nowhere it was so totally inappropriate and it was not his word to say because it was inappropriate and because it's not his word to say so like if you don't even have a problem with the word nigga or even with white people using that word the fact that you can't see that he's taunting people specifically yeah like you don't have a problem with that cool well then shut your ass up and let me say what I gotta say yeah let that be that so then Donna Brazil who you know as a political commentator, former acting chairperson of the DNC, leaked debate questions to Hillary Clinton and turned into a very big deal and all this. She was on Twitter a few days ago and tweeted out a link to Bill Maher's apology and said, let's accept his contrition and move on. And I I have to say, I did not expect that coming from Donna Brazil. I, have, I would not have thought that Someone who has so frequently been on my side as far as political issues are concerned would have immediately jumped to the I'm forgiving Bill Maher and y'all should do it, too. It's once again, it's one thing for you to say I've accepted Bill Maher's contrition. That's your personal Negro ass decision. But to encourage the rest of us to do that, like there's something wrong with us for being mad. That's where I take issue with it. And so I commented on that and I said that, I, you know, I was interested in wondering how much money she made for that tweet, because I don't see a reason for you to talk about this otherwise. Like, honestly, unless you got a big ass, like six figure plus check, I don't see your motivation for doing that. I don't get it. And she replied to me and said, there's no money involved. When someone apologizes for misbehaving, I tend to move on. We have bigger battles ahead. Hashtag peace out. So first of all. Girl. 
when someone apologizes for misbehaving, you tend to move on. I'm sorry. Have you not been paying attention to everything that happened since January 20th, 2017? Because there is a massive orange dickhead in the White House right now who has fake apologized and half apologized for a lot of shitty things he's done. And that's not a reason to move on or just pretend like it didn't happen. I can't even believe you said something that fucking stupid when there is somebody in office right now who there's no amount of apologizing he could do to fix anything like any of the wreckage that he has already caused in just these few short months bitch what the fuck is you talking about when somebody apologizes we move on no girl if somebody apologizes and and not to mention it being a bullshit ass (laughs) like fake ass garbage ass apology anyway i was tired that's the sorry shit that you are accepting an apology like mama got an i message at 6 a.m from the network telling him to issue an apology and he just tweeted something and went right back to sleep shut up what so that is just i can't believe like i just you i have to I have to think Donna Brazil must have been on the beach drinking margaritas like I was and just decided to drunkenly reply to that. You clearly didn't think that through. That doesn't make sense. But then to turn it up with, oh, well, we have bigger battles ahead. Yes, girl. We do have these big ass battles ahead. But what you're doing is taking this situation with Bill Maher and acting like, oh, this is just a white man saying something that we didn't like. Let's move on and act like this isn't part of a much bigger cultural issue. Read her. The fact that Bill Maher felt that he could be so comfortable with saying house nigger and the fact that the joke even sprang to his mind immediately in the first place is indicative of a really shitty racist ass culture that America has been building over the past several hundred years. Read and the her. fact that he has not faced any real repercussions. He will not lose his job. HBO will not cancel his not. show. He will never be broke. And the times in his life where he has been let go from jobs, he has received million dollar payouts. He writes books and they go on the bestsellers list immediately, girl. He will never be in any danger of losing his status in society. But you decide to take your black woman ass self and go cape on the internet for free? For free, bitch, the ancestors would spit in your face. For free, you did this shit? Are you fucking kidding me? A man who stands to lose absolutely the fuck nothing? This is indicative. Yeah, it was a stupid joke. He said it on TV. In the grand scheme of things, there are much worse things happening. But this is indicative of a much bigger problem. Do you think that... Trump and the rest of the KKK currently running the government are not calling us niggers just in places where you can't hear it? Do you think that police chiefs who refuse to fire police officers who kill black men are not also calling us niggers? Like the people that they are supposed to protect and serve, the communities that pay the taxes that pay those people, do you think they're not also calling us niggers? Little old Bucktooth Shelly down at the 7 Eleven calls damn. us niggers when we, you know, ask I for cannot. an S for black or any old thing. Like, why are you acting like that's not? 
not still a word that is used the same yes, way. It, it was is still used. a white like, race. It's a racist thing. It's not that a term of endearment say, for everybody. Girl, what? Like get the f- and why do what? we always have to move on? Why do we always have to drop it and move on and act like this shit never happened when we get these half-assed apologizes right. apologies even if we do get them? Because right. half the time we don't. We always gotta drop this shit and move on. And nobody ever wants to have Trish. the actual conversation and do the real work into making the shit better. And then you wonder why we always have to have the conversation, bitch, because you keep telling us to shut the fuck up and move on, and we're not getting any actual goddamn work done and white people ain't learning no motherfucking lessons and you're not calling them on their shit you're not holding them accountable for any of the fucking things that they do so they keep doing the same shit over and over and over again generation after generation after generation again and you're making it seem like this isn't a big deal it is yes you act like you shuffling up oh it's okay mr white man it'll be all right we know you said something and you ain't really mean it so it'll be all right we'll just move right on from that it's not fixing anything all it's doing and i don't know if that's a generational thing i don't know if it's a professionally i feel like i need to put on a certain face for white people thing i don't i don't really get that like i said that coming from donna brazil shocked the shit out of me because it just seems like i would think you of all people would be in a place where why do you even need to comment on that but what bill maher what like girl why it just didn't it didn't make sense but you're not you saying well let's just get over it he apologized so let's just accept the fact that he's sorry and move forward is not teaching white people to be any better it's not forcing white people to be accountable for the things they've done like how how are we supposed to progress in the fight against racism if at no point we say to white people the shit that you're doing isn't okay because that's a way bigger issue to me, even outside of just the word nigga. White people know that they can do the most heinous, ridiculous, offensive things, maybe apologize for it, and eventually everyone will just be ushered into moving the fuck on. Yes. Look at your whole ass president. Like Look we at the presidency right, right now. Every He does ridiculous, like mind-blowingly horrible Unbelievable. things. Unbelievable. And just... Oh, well, you know, Barack Obama wiretapped me or, oh, that Hillary bitch. And, oh, the how dare Kathy, my baron, missed Gravity Falls tonight. Oh, like, whatever the <laughs> fuck. And then I'm going to go do something awful again because they're going to move on. Like, that's exactly how yeah. racist bigots and all of these horrible motherfuckers have been getting away with the shit that they've been getting away with since the dawn of this fucking country. Yeah. Well, not the, 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 the end, I should say. The beginning of the end. I just Because the country dawned way before then. It just didn't belong to white people. I do, oh, no, ain't that it. And I just don't see how you feel like... <sighs> Again, you wanting to accept this sorry ass apology is your business, but encouraging all the rest of us to fall in line with your dumbass who didn't even get paid for this tweet is absolutely unacceptable. And I will continue like, please don't ever ask me about this because I will say for the rest of my life, the dumbest part about this is that you did it for free. Absolutely. 100 percent. That man has millions of dollars and you caped for him on the Internet gratis. Why? It makes no sense. Like you're you're not helping the situation. And if I may move on to other bitches who get on my nerves, like I said, I was traveling this week. Um, I was in a island in Puerto Rico where there's like no cell service and it's just a bunch of beaches and shit. And it was amazing and so nice. But I don't know what it is about airport bathrooms and women specifically, because obviously I don't, I'm not too familiar with what the men's room is like in the air, in the airport bathroom. Horrible. But you ladies who 
somehow managed to menstruate all over the toilet seat. Okay, I'm not and sure. then I don't feel like I need no, to be no, 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 because uh, well, you, you may you don't. Uh, I understand if you don't want to sit through that, but I walked into a stall in the airport oh, that. God. Oh my god. I mean, and I've seen a lot of nastiness in airports. I've seen unflushed toilets full of all sorts of matter. And it's just they frequently smell terrible. Even if they're clean, they smell like somebody just took a massive shit, which they probably did because they was on a plane for four and a half hours and didn't want to do it in the airplane bathroom and waited all that time. Like it, it happens a lot. But the other day in the airport, I don't know what this woman was going through. I really don't. I don't get it because honestly has never been a problem of mine but there was just entirely too much blood left on the toilet seat for me to feel like you left out of this bathroom a dry person like i just can't even believe it because how did you leave all this on the toilet it's one thing and i get it sometimes you have a heavy period sometimes you have a bad period you know and you've been on a plane maybe that was an issue along with it but how do you not get your nasty ass up turn around and see blood and not think i I need to clean this up. Like, how do you not do it? I already don't sit on public toilet seats because, ew. I already have extremely strong thigh muscles. I can squat for as long as necessary. And I have been doing that since childhood because my mom has always said, you never know how nasty other women are. Not even just women, people, because a lot of these bathrooms are unisex. But specifically, when you bitches leave period blood all over the toilet, I don't get it. Because even if you had an accident, even if... I don't know, something spilled or whatever. I don't know, girl. What, I don't know your life. Whatever happened. How did you not see it? How did you think, oh, somebody will come along like, really, bitch, your fucking blood? Are you fucking, bitch, your fucking eggs? Are you serious? If you don't clean that shit up, what is wrong with you? Ugh. Do better. Do better. Ugh. You want to be nasty at home in your toilet? You do that. You bleed all over the place at home. In public, you clean up after yourself, nasty ass bitch. That's it. I'm done. Do you want to reference what you said? I mean, what you saw just one more time. I, mean, I just don't feel like enough. <laughs> well, because, I mean, honestly, I've seen pee on the seats enough time to just be like, Bleh. but blood. Oh, I mean, that is just really sis. And for it to be so much that I saw it like immediately, I didn't have to go stare like, oh, is that blood? Like walk into the stall like, uh. <laughs> Is this Kill Bill? What happened in here? Like, oh no, young lady. How did you not, how did you not clean it up? I don't get, what? Oh, y'all have no shame. My God. Oh my God. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. This is The Read. Check out thisistheread.com. And don't forget to check out our good friends over at Third Love for sponsoring this today's episode. Thanks so much, you guys. They use real women's measurements to create bras that fit better. Available in sizes AA through G. I know I just cussed out a bunch of ladies, but <laughs> if you don't take care of that, at least take care of your titties. Try one of Third Love's 24-7 bras free for 30 days. If it's not your new fave, return to exchange it for free. Thirdlove.com slash read to get started with that 30-day trial. Thirdlove.com slash read. What you got, Kid Fury? I don't even know. <laughs> you don't have no news this week? Congrats on the tour. Congrats on Philly. Thank you so much to everybody in Philly who came out to the show. I had a great time. Thanks to everybody who came to the panel at the Roots Picnic. That was lots of fun. Uh, shout out to Toronto, D.C., and Charlotte. I will see y'all this weekend. 
for the last three shows of this tour. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord. I speak your name in adoration and thankfulness. You are so silly. I bet you've had so much fun. Um. So, yeah, that's about it. And, um... If you don't have a ticket, I know the DC is sold. The DC show is sold out. Um, as far as Aubrey World and North Carolina, I'm not sure yet. But go and check that out, and I'll see you guys when I get there. Also, 305 Live is happening at the end of the month here. You can yes. go to fury305.com to get tickets for that if you want to come and be ghetto with us. DJ Queen of Spades and my good sis DJ Dimples. From my hometown will be there. Also, huge shout out to Assad for um, <clears throat> blessing the world uh, with a taste of Miami flavor with his new uh, record to the max featuring Drake. I know a lot of the Jersey girls seem to be quite upset. A lot of the Chicago girls seem to be quite upset. Mm. I've even heard some British girls are quite really? upset. Um, yes, because, you know, lots of people feel like sound can be attributed to their hometowns. But it is uh, it has been confirmed by Aside the Icon himself that this is a tribute to Miami, as you've seen in the many juke clips that they've posted on their mm-hmm. um, Instagrams. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Dade County, to Broward County, surrounding areas. Honestly, we're here. We're lit. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Honestly, yeah. I've been trying to tell you bitches since 2009 or so what time it was. Um now you know if mm-hmm. you didn't before. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to really take the time to say, Asad, I see what you're doing. I'm so appreciative. I'm a fan. You're truly an icon. Um, one of the hardest working people in the business. <laughs> Loving <And> your covers. <laughs> I look up to you. <laughs> Loving all of your your album art. <laughs> Each one is classic. That little boy. What a life, man. I'm like, oh, just casually being held and kissed by Rihanna. No big deal. <laughs> cradled with cheese and next to knives like oh yeah you know we've been friends for a long time like how is this he's so cute he's just so adorable also shout out to Beyonce girl I know you had them kids I know you did yeah I know that the twins are here I know you did I don't know like I guess the were they born at 444 or was it like there's no I don't know maybe 444 <laughs> Nikki said 444 might be the name of the joint album that they're gonna drop I don't know what it is I don't know but I just know in my heart that them kids are here yeah they're here it's been you've been they quiet be. for too long yeah. this team is posting less and less them kids are here they're here they're here they're spending time oh yeah yeah you know and they should before the big reveal honestly I think it would be hilarious if Beyonce was just like okay and just never posted <laughs> again <laughs> like Maybe in September she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I casually had these kids four or five months ago. What's up, y'all?" Like, yeah. I feel like she's just—I don't know. She's not thinking about us. I don't know. I don't know how we'll meet the children, but I await the day. You know, if you decide go back on Tumblr, that's fine. Just whatever. I just—I know they're here. I feel it. I'm sure that you know their accountant is really rich mm-hmm. at this point. Um. I'm sure that the people over, what is it, ASCAP, probably know their name. ASCAP. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> the ASCAP. <laughs> you don't know. You don't want to know what I thought of when you said ASCAP. 
what you meant, butt plug. <laughs> so the, Oh God. Oh God. The acronym. Did I tell you my dad figured out how to listen to this show? R.I.P. I know. I know. Yeah, I kept it from from a long time, but he said his students put him on. Oh, that's even worse. Thanks for selling me out, y'all. <laughs> really appreciate it. So, but yeah, what's the acronym? Um, C M B S Comb. No, that's not it. Create more badass shit. It's actually Crystal must be stopped. What? Because I'm just really tired of your stories. What is this attack? <laughs> like I just feel like like every month or so you That's find so a way mean. to tell a story about <laughs> someone's period or diuretic or well, like something else or like a really bad. I was. Smell. Do you do you understand how traumatized I was? Like, do you get that? I was so. You finished three. Like, you didn't have to add that. I was was so upset. Also, congratulations to Samantha Irby for being on the New York Times bestseller list. There's an acknowledgement of us in the back of that book that I love. It's so cute. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, she actually knows who we are. Like, she listens to this show. Like, she's a huge fan of yours. Well, congratulations to her. Um, If you don't sense the enthusiasm in my voice, it's only because I'm still thinking about your disgusting story. Well, you should read Samantha's book because she goes in too. All right. See y'all Anyways, next week. This episode was almost two hours, so I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> okay. Bye, y'all.